Oops again. No more leg days on Saturdays. Check. <clears throat> All right. Well, we're continuing in Galatians today as we talk about the spiritual fruit, the fruit of the Spirit that we're supposed to be known by. And this is the first, today we're going to talk about the first one that's actually not in verse 22 of Galatians 5, but in 23, because some reason they felt like they needed to split it. Um, the old story goes that they were putting the the notations in while someone was riding a camel and they just put them in wherever they wanted. Um, <laughs> uh, it is funny. The uh, original gr uh, Greek doesn't actually have any of these verses in it. That was just, we uh, got put in later so you could find stuff. But, uh, so we're in 523 today and, and the fruits of the Spirit. All right, guys, same with me. Love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I believe we've already talked about seven of these. Wow. Well, I've enjoyed it. I hope you guys have too. Today we're talking about gentleness, that one that um, I, I think it gets misunderstood. I, I think a lot of these got misunderstood, but I think this one gets uh, misunderstood because uh, Gentleness, we often put as like the woman's position, right? Being gentle is like, like the woman's thing. Like men can't be gentle. And, and we, we uh, you know, like it's the, uh, and, and, and gentleness in our minds gets associated with weakness a lot. And if you're gentle, you're weak. And, uh, and no one wants to be weak, you know, especially the weak people and, uh, I mean, even our, our, our own uh, our own mo model that we, we, we base on how things came into existence anymore is survival of the fittest. Power comes control. You know, we, we, we shoot for power, uh, and, we, uh, and we see that all the time in politics and churches and all. You know, you want that power, that control, that, that, and so we associate gentleness as the antithesis, or the opposite of that. And, 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 and that's not really what we, uh, gentleness is about. So let's, let's, what is gentleness? Um, I got some definitions for you. Uh, Forbearing the faults of others, being selfless, not demanding one's rights, uh, coinciding with kindness, not rude or, or, or brutus, humble or gracious. And all these things, I think, are great examples of what we think of gentleness. They're great words that what we mean by gentle. It's not demanding your rights, but looking to the rights of others. And that's not meaning you're a doormat. Don't get me hearing me saying that. I keep having to say that. We're not doormats. People just run all over us. That's not what we're saying here. Gentleness is saying... I am concerned with you. I'm concerned with you. 
serving others. And then we say, well, I'm proud of how humble I am and how much I serve people, right? Um, what's that all the, the saying? Um, we are proud people pursuing humility by the grace of God. I like that one. We're proud people pursuing humility by the grace of God. And that's really what gentleness is about. It's about pursuing humility and not being proud and enforcing your rights on other people and not forcing your way or the highway. That doesn't mean you don't stand out for truth. That doesn't mean you don't stand up for, for, for what, you know, injustices. That doesn't, but it's not forcing your rights on others. We want to make sure that other people are heard and felt and, and being gentle person. Because being a gentle person opens the door for the gospel to be heard. In a world that's full of anger and wrath and everyone's just out to get their own way, gentleness is what opens the door. And that's what, you know, the gospel, you know, Jesus is always saying things like, the first will be last, and the last will be first. He says things like, a kind word turns away wrath. And I found there are two different types of people when we talk about service, right? There are those kind of people that always want to be served. Some of you are that way. You know, it's all my way. I want it my way. And I want to, even to like, we're watching what I want to watch. We're eating what I want to eat. I mean, it's what I want. I want you to serve me. And we, we want other people to serve me. I'm, I'm proud that people serve me. Um, and and we, we laugh because we know that is not something we, that we should be desiring in Christ. We know that's not what Christ says. He says, you know, that we are to, to put others first, that we are to serve. But then I've seen another kind of person, and this is the one who always wants to serve. And they are the one who won't let anyone serve them. You know, if you don't let someone serve you, you're stealing their blessings too. But I mean, you know, I always want to be the one who bears the burden. We often see this come out of abusive homes because they say, well, I just need to be, co the codependency is, a, is one of the things that comes out of this kind of behavior. What do you want to watch on TV? I mean, and we get some in like, what do you want to watch on TV, right? Well, whatever you want to watch on TV. I have no opinion of my own. Just whatever you want to watch. I mean, yeah, there's days when you don't care, but. It's always about them. And you always want to be served, and we're so proud of how much of a servant we are. And we're holding on to the, the, the and we get to, because we're always serving, we get to be the one who never really is served, and we get to claim that we're getting all this glory, but we're really stealing other people's blessings. 
And so when we think of gentleness, we got to think that it's, not, it's about putting other people first, but it's also about seeing towards their well-being and turning away wrath. A gentle word turns away wrath. And it's not a, 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 just a woman's job. It's a man's job. Men actually should be leading by example in gentleness. I mean, that's where the old term gentlemen comes from, right? So we've forgotten, a lot of people have forgotten what that means to be a gentleman. With their kids, with their women, with the other men, with... But Jesus himself, that passage we read in First uh, Peter 2.23, he says, um, when they hurled their, insin- their insults at him, he does not retaliate. He could. He's the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He's got power to call. Says The Bible tells us he's got power to call down a heavenly host upon them. He could have set up an earthly kingship. That's what they were expecting, and that's what he could have done. But he says that he, they hurled their insults at him, and he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. How many of you are going to, I know my first instinct, I'm just going to be honest with you. When I start suffering, I make threats. Um, I don't like it when people insult me, and I struggle with that. But Jesus turned away that with his, with his, 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 his gentleness. He entrusted himself to those who, to God. And he didn't insist on his own rights. He said he, he's going to die for our sake. Because he wasn't thinking about his own self. He was thinking about us. And when we're proud and we're quick to anger, then we, 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 we do away with the spiritual fruit that's supposed to be growing in us, this growth of, 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 of gentleness. And anger doesn't produce gentleness. Anger is a secondary emotion. Some of you know that. It's often caused by something else because we think our own rights have been infringed on because we think that um, someone has been put before us or, or um, you know, there's, there's, the Bible says that God gets angry because there's a difference between holy anger and, and unholy anger. Anger itself can be a good thing. It can drive you to, to take action. Right, like you see an injustice, like you know, it's okay to be kind of angry that there's 27 million slaves in the world today. As long as you don't just sit and stew in your anger, and you get up and, if that's what you're angry about, go take steps to join those groups that help put an end to that. Um, but when we put when we're angry because we want our own rights, it becomes unhealthy. And it becomes an impediment to God because we're putting ourselves on God's throne and saying, I want my way. 
I'm not going to trust God to take care of me. I'm going to put myself there. And gentleness can be the way that we bring a wrathful situation to a way we can actually have a conversation. Whether it be about Christ or something else. <laughs> I, I think back. I, I used to work in a mail room back when I was in college. And um, I remember this one time that um, we had a, 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 a situation where a young man who decided it would be a good idea to take money out of people's cards and, 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 and throw those cards away and steal those money and, and buy himself. It started out with food, which you can't blame him for, and then it turned into things like necklaces and, and uh, cars. And, um, and it got really out of hand. Well, we discovered that, and we ended up, you know, he ended up getting fired and arrested and all this good stuff that, you know, happens when you tamper with the federal mail system. Um, but as we were going through this process, we had this woman, she called in just as hot as could be, yelling and screaming and cussing and, 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 um, and of course, being, I was the second in command there at the time, so it was my job to answer that phone call. Um, and so she was angry. There was mail missing, and she was, and, you know, and she was accusing. And so when I had to deal with her, my first instinct was to just hang up on her because I don't like people talking to me that way. Um... But what I ended up doing was gently telling her that we have a problem. It has been discovered and that the police and the person has been caught and the police are involved and we will be getting back to you. I took down her name. I said, we'll be touching back with you later this afternoon when I can give you some more information. And she would have to talk to the postmaster, my boss, because it was something that he had to handle uh, and work out the issue that had been involved. But what happened was, is as I used gentleness, the fruit of gentleness on her, her wrath began to melt away. My first instinct was to holler back, hang up. That was my first instinct. But, but God used the, 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 the gift of gentleness to... Turn her wrath and slow it. And it began to fade. And by the time we called her back, she was as nice as can be. Because that's what happens. When, when the Bible says that a gentle word, a kind word, turns away wrath, he wasn't joking. It's what calms us down. And we had a very, what turned into a wonder, a horrible situation, turned into a wonderful example of how we can open conversation with people that we can't do when we're angry and prideful and a jerk. We're to be proud. We're to be, to be, to, to be, to be uh, gentle with one another. And it means we give each other grace. That's another one of those words. Remember we found the definitions? We're to be gentile. And one of those words we used was gracious with each other. 
You know, we're all in need of grace. And it's not like, you know, there are the good ones and the bad ones and, and Jesus is over. Jesus is over here. He's the good one. We're all on the other side. We all need grace. And so we, we have to show her. Now, that doesn't mean you let someone run all over you and abuse you. And, and, you know, that is not being gracious either, just letting that happen. That's not okay. But giving people grace when they mess up is what gentleness is about. We show each other grace. And we got to put away that desire of pride that keeps us from, 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 from looking for other people because we want to put our own selfish desires first. <laughs> right now, just, just take an inventory, all right, and just think, how prideful are you? Because I mean, we're all prideful people, right? One is kind of like Jesus. Five, you're a jerk. You know what? If you're a jerk, that's okay. You've got room for growth. <laughs> if you put yourself on one, you're probably not being honest. <laughs> How would your spouse rate you? Oh, you don't want to ask them. Don't, don't. It. When we're growing in the spiritual, uh, the fruit, we're growing, it's a process that we go through. The fruit doesn't just spring to life, it grows. And gentleness is one of those things that grows. And we have to let it grow. And that means sometimes it's not going to be present, right? You're going to act without gentleness. And we have to give ourselves the grace, be gentle with ourselves, be gentle with others, when we mess up. And we have to say, okay, I'm going to need to grow this gentleness. And as we think about how, how do we grow gentleness, and as a, it's really simple that's extremely hard, and it all goes down to the same thing that, that all of these come down to, really. Love God. Love your neighbor as yourself, right? I mean, if we love God and we put him first, then we're not putting ourselves first. And if we love others as we love ourselves, then we're, we're putting our other people, we're thinking of others, we're, we're empathizing with them. We're saying, what, how is their point of view? What are they feeling? Because it's not just about me, right? It's how are they feeling? And when we think about how someone else is feeling, it allows us to deal with them gently because because we put ourselves in their shoes, right? Whether they say walk so and walk in someone else's shoes. And we put our and we put God in his proper place, then then we're not worrying about things like will he be punished them? That's not for us to die. If they need to be turned over to the police, we turn them over to the police. But we're not caught up in vindictiveness. We're focusing on loving God. And we love others. And yes, there's time to turn people in the, into the police. When, you, when their actions will not end with you and you think that they're going to hurt someone else, by all means, turn them into the police. Save someone else. 
What about you? Loving God, loving others, setting healthy boundaries. How's gentleness growing in you? I know we all have times when it struggles and we struggle with it. How's gentleness growing in you? Father God, right now I praise you, Lord. I pray that you would grow gentleness in me, grow gentleness in our congregation, grow gentleness in our souls. That, Lord, we... We desire not to be caught up in our own selfish desires, but we put you first, and then we give each other grace. Being honest with one another. Showing empathy for one another. Lord, I pray that we set up healthy boundaries so that we are able to love in proper ways, Lord, we don't let people get away with just things that really isn't loving ourselves, loving you, the beautiful creation you've created us into. But Lord, I pray that we may be gentle with one another. Gentle when it's not easy to be gentle, Lord, as we, our, our desire, our first instinct is to show wrath, Lord, help us to grow gentleness. Whether it be dealing with people on the road or on the phone, in person or in politics or whatever we're caught up in. Help us to be gentle with one another. That we may show your love to the world around us. And let us use that gift that you have given us, that fruit, to glorify you. Using our gifts, the spiritual gifts you've given us, to bring glory to your name. And bring others into the kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.